I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. The plot is thickening. Two months after Canadian PM Justin Trudeau alleged Indian involvement in the killing of Sikh separatist leader Hardeep Singh Nijjar, the US has accused an Indian agent of trying to assassinate an American citizen who's also a prominent Sikh activist. On 29th November, federal prosecutors in the US framed charges against Nikhil Gupta, an Indian citizen, for the same. The US Department of Justice or the DOJ released details of the charges and allegations in a press release. And honestly, it's quite a story. As the DOJ alleges, Gupta, who's a known drugs and weapon trafficker, was hired by an Indian government official who identified himself as a senior field officer to assassinate an American attorney and political activist of Indian origin in New York. In other words, basically, the allegation is that the plot was directed by an official from India, and and Gupta was in charge of procuring a hitman for the job. Now, that's a very big accusation. But here's how the plot unfolded, allegedly. According to the DOJ, Gupta tried to broker a hitman through a criminal associate. After making a deal for $100,000, Gupta hired a hitman and allegedly supplied him with information, directions and updates and also told him not to carry out the plan around the time of high-level engagements between government officials. But as the DOJ claims, it turned out that the agent Gupta contacted for hiring the hitman was an informant of the US government who put him in contact with an undercover officer disguising as the hitman. And allegedly, that's how the plan was foiled. In accordance to US orders, on June 30th, Gupta was arrested in the Czech Republic. And who was going to be the purported victim? Well, he was not exactly named in the indictment, but has been identified by the Financial Times as Gur Patwant Singh Panun, a dual US-Canadian citizen who founded and runs Six for Justice, which is a US-based group that is part of the Khalistan movement. In fact, Panun was designated a terrorist by the Indian government in 2020, as was Nijjar, who was accused of funding terrorism in India for the purpose of creating a separate Sikh state. But now these allegations also seem to suggest a connection to the Nijjar assassination as Panun is a supposed associate of Nijjar. And if you've been following that story, you already know that Canada-India ties have been souring ever since that incident took place in September this year with both sides going to the extent of expelling diplomats from each other's countries. In fact, US President Joe Biden had also raised the issue with PM Modi at the G20 summit earlier this year. Now, in the wake of these allegations, Canada is seeking Indian cooperation in the investigation around Nijjar's assassination. But this alleged link between the Indian government and an assassination attempt on the US soil may also threaten India-US ties. That, of course, won't be ideal, especially since India is a key U.S. ally in efforts to contain China. For the next few minutes, you are going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy and anything that leaves you with food for thought. Hi, I'm Shorbury and this is The Deep Dive for 1st December 2023. If you're still calling China the world's factory floor, well, fine, you're not in the wrong. Despite US-China's on-again, off-again Cold War, the so-called factory floor has largely remained in the Middle Kingdom. And who am I to deny that? But purely for the sake of novelty, let me draw your attention to a new moniker in the market, 
Tech publication Rest of World recently hailed China as quote-unquote the world's shopping cart. And I think it's quite a fitting nod to Chinese companies. After all, with social shopping, gamified features and fast fashion, Chinese apps such as Xi'an, Temu and TikTok Shop have disrupted e-commerce across the world, rewriting the very rules of online shopping as we knew them. So much so that American giants such as Amazon and Walmart are seemingly scrambling to catch up. But it's quite a turn of events that while Chinese innovations in e-commerce are having their moment in the sun, the OG poster boy of Chinese e-commerce is, let's just say, faltering. I'm talking about Alibaba. According to Bloomberg, Alibaba dipped as much as 1.4% in Hong Kong, putting its market value at about $187 billion, which is even less than one-fourth of its peak market cap in October 2020. If it closes at that share price, Alibaba is likely to lose the crown of China's most valuable e-commerce company to the upstart, Pinduoduo. Jack Ma is apparently not happy. Alibaba's co-founder and billionaire Jack Ma, who if you recall had vanished from public life in 2020 after he criticized China's financial regulations, came out of the shadows recently and in an internal memo sent to staffers, suggested that Alibaba needs a change of direction. I'm just going to read out what he said verbatim. Quote, Every great company is born in a winter. As the AI era for e-commerce gets underway, it's an opportunity for everyone as well as a challenge. End quote. And as an analyst told Bloomberg, Jack Ma's comeback years after he distanced himself from the company's day-to-day operations suggests deep troubles with Alibaba more than it instills any hope. China's post-pandemic economic recovery has largely been wobbly, affecting Alibaba's revenue and growth. And naturally, in such an economy, it should not come across as a surprise that a chunk of Chinese shoppers migrated to low-cost e-commerce platforms such as the new leader, Pinduoduo and Xi'an. To top it off, Alibaba has been mired in internal turmoil. The company announced in March this year that it would split into six companies, a move which has been shelved, and the CEO who had announced the splitting has also stepped down. But keeping aside internal turmoils and lackluster growth amid a wobbly economy, Alibaba's greater fault is arguably deprioritizing innovation. As Wei Sun Ling, managing director at private bank and wealth management firm Union Bankcap Privy, told Bloomberg, quote, On hindsight, you can say that Alibaba was resting on its laurels given that they had so much of a head start, but they didn't execute or innovate as fast, end quote. Here, the upstarts took a lead. We've talked about TikTok's social shopping revolution in our previous episodes and Pinduoduo, for instance, brought gamification to e-commerce. Buyers play games on its apps to win freebies such as coffee machines and backpacks. The company also invested in aggressive global expansion. Pinduoduo's sister app Temu was launched in the US in September 2022 and in a matter of a year, overtook Shein in sales. Temu, like Shein, woos budget-conscious shoppers with cutthroat pricing and steep discounts. In fact, as Rest of World reported, Pinduoduo leaned into its ultra-low prices in a Super Bowl ad in February this year, telling viewers to shop like a billionaire without worrying about the cost. In comparison, Alibaba's foreign shopping ventures never really took off. In Alibaba's likely dethroning as China's most valuable e-commerce platform, there is a message for the likes of Amazon as well. Ignore Chinese shopping innovation at your own peril. 
And before we sign off for the week, here is our third segment. One last thing, where we bring to you an offbeat story that you won't find in the headlines. Back in the glory days of 2001 when Microsoft unveiled Windows XP, it gifted us mere mortals with bliss, the OG wallpaper that became the stuff of digital legend. Picture this, lush green hills, a sky so blue it makes your eyes do a happy dance. All captured by Charles O'Rear in 1996 on his Californian adventure. For a lot of us, I know it might be hard to picture Windows' iconic wallpaper with just its name, but you'll probably know it when you see it, considering that it is thought to be the most viewed photograph of all time. Fast forward to today, and guess what? Bliss just leveled up. It's featured on Microsoft 2023 official ugly sweater. Yep, you heard that right. Your favorite desktop background is now a fashion statement. But here's the buskill. If you're thinking of buying one, you're too late because the sweaters are already sold out in the common sizes. Looks like we'll just have to settle for other ugly sweaters now. If you like listening to the Signal Daily, please show some support. Rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'd love to hear what you have to say about this podcast. So feel free to shoot an email at hello at thesignal.co. The Signal Daily is produced in association with IVM. This episode was researched and written by Dhruv Sharma and Anup Sainwal. Edited by Venkat Anand. Produced by Manaswini. Mastered and mixed by Manas and Nirvan. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are thesignal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter.